I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Prime Minister's downfall with journalist Dana Lewis in London. That's 10 minutes away. On Wall Street, Dow down 90 points today. The Nasdaq loses 66. The S&P down 29. WTOP News Time, 7 o'clock. President Biden on the campaign trail. The economy is issue number one. A short-term British prime minister. I am resigning. Upcoming sentencing for Steve Bannon. Federal prosecutors are going to recommend a six-month prison sentence. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. President Biden is in the battleground state of Pennsylvania touting the rebirth of American infrastructure and manufacturing. This is all being done without raising anyone's taxes a penny if you made less than 400 grand. And we did it while cutting the deficit in half this year. Mr. Mr. Biden is campaigning for U.S. Senate candidate John Fetterman, who's in a close race with Republican Dr. Mehmet Oz. CBS's Ed O'Keefe reports. 68% of voters tell us in our most recent battleground tracker they don't think he's doing enough to bring down prices. They don't approve of his handling of the economy. So it's, it's a bit of a struggle for this president. And the question of is it rubbing off on Democrats in this state of Pennsylvania in that Senate race and the governor's race and a handful of competitive House races? An appeals court panel says U.S. Senator Lindsey Graham must testify before a Georgia special grand jury investigating whether then-President Trump and others tried to influence the 2020 election. The search is on for a new British prime minister. I am resigning as leader of the Conservative Party. The final nail in the coffin, this. I honestly don't know what the honorable gentleman is talking about. Yesterday's chaotic scenes in Britain's parliament as Trust was repeatedly jeered and shouted down in the leafy shires that were her power base. Oh, it's very good news. That woman was trying to destroy the country with these mad policies. Hooray. I thought she was absolutely appalling. Truss brought down by a dizzying series of U-turns over her unpopular, unfunded tax cuts for the rich, which sent stocks and the pound plummeting, interest rates soaring. Result, the shortest premiership in British history. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. The State Department confirms Iranian military personnel helped the Russian military operate drones to conduct strikes across Ukraine. Spokesman Ned Price. We're concerned that Russia may also seek to acquire advanced conventional weapons from Iran. Uh, that includes potentially surface-to-air missiles uh, that will almost certainly be used to support Russia's war against Ukraine. A New York City jury clears actor Kevin Spacey in a sexual harassment civil lawsuit. CBS's Steve Futterman. Actor Anthony Rapp accused Kevin Spacey of sexually abusing him in 1986 when Rapp was just 14 years old. But the jury ruled he failed to prove his case. When the verdict was read, Kevin Spacey dropped his head, then hugged his lawyers. Outside the courthouse, his attorney, Jennifer Keller, said she's pleased. Very grateful to the jury for seeing through these false allegations. Rapp was asking for $40 million in damages. The Dow closed down 90 points. Now this. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. 703 on WTOP, Thursday evening, October 20th, 2022. Right now, 55 degrees in Chantilly. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. And I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. If you live in Virginia, time is running out for you to send in public comments on proposed policy changes that would affect how transgender students are treated in schools. The changes come from the Glenn Youngkin administration. The public comment period is closing soon on Wednesday of next week. And after that, Governor Youngkin says he expects the local school systems will follow the state policy in accordance with state law, even though some systems, including those in Alexandria and Fairfax County, have said they will not. We can't be in a moment where people 
people can just pick the laws they want to abide by. But it's not clear what Youngkin can do to force school systems to go along with it. The policy would require parental sign-off on the use of any name or pronoun other than what's in a student's official record. Youngkin argues that it's fundamentally rooted in re-establishing the role of parents in these most important decisions. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A recent call to D.C.'s 911 center was incorrectly treated as a non-emergency with deadly results. And district officials, for now anyway, are not talking about it. This is all according to D.C. public safety blogger Dave Statter. Statter911.com reports the call about an unresponsive man on the floor came in the evening of October 10th. Sources tell Statter the caller asked for someone to check the man's vital signs and said she couldn't lift him. The call taker classified the call as a non-emergency lift assist. 21 minutes later, first responders found the man in cardiac arrest and were unable to revive him. Statter's sources say the call taker did not follow protocol for follow-up questions and missed key information that should have prompted a more urgent response. When asked for comment, Kelly Brown, chief of staff at the Office of Unified Communications, told Statter that new policy requires all case inquiries to be processed under D.C.'s Freedom of Information Act portal for proper tracking. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. This case, if confirmed, would be the seventh person this year to die in the district after 911 call takers mistakenly delayed sending help. Dave Statter is married to WTOP's Hillary Howard. There's never been a $10 million settlement for housing discrimination in the U.S. before now. But three D.C. real estate companies and their executives will pay that for discriminating against renters using housing vouchers. What a tremendous win for working families. Alyssa Silverman of the D.C. Council at the announcement that, along with paying $10 million in fines, Daro Management Services, Daro Realty, and Infinity Real Estate will be dissolved and permanently barred from managing residential real estate in D.C. This is just huge. It's also, what an effective deterrent. The settlement involves discrimination to exclude people with vouchers from 15 buildings in wards 1, 2, and 3. Christy King, WTOP News. New tonight on WTOP, a federal judge has postponed the criminal trial for Maryland Governor Larry Hogan's former chief of staff. This is happening just four days before that trial was set to begin. Roy McGrath briefly served as Hogan's top advisor before resigning, and the resignation followed a report in the Baltimore Sun showing he got a severance payment of more than $230,000 from the government-owned nonprofit Maryland Environmental Service. McGrath is accused of illegally engineering that payment. His attorney asked the judge to postpone the trial because federal prosecutors had handed over more than 9,000 pages of evidence in recent weeks. No new trial date is set. Coming up after traffic and weather, she is the last British prime minister to ever meet the queen. But Liz Truss says she's stepping down after a disastrous economic program. She was only in office for 45 days. It makes me wonder whether she vote conservative again. But I'm delighted to hear that she's finally gone. That person speaking on the streets of London tonight. We have analysis just ahead. It's 7.07. Just as the citizen is at the center of every government mission, the government is at the core of the PEGA government platform. With PEGA's low-code platform for AI-powered decisioning and workflow automation, federal agencies can focus on improving service for citizens and achieving mission goals, all while avoiding disruption to critical systems and services. Learn more about the PEGA government platform at PEGA.com government. That's PEGA.com slash government. Unyang and Jimmy Labanji here. Every morning news for today is working for you the minute you wake up. Getting you up to speed on the big stories happening in your neighborhood before you head out the door. And I'm Chuck Bell preparing you with your hour-by-hour -hour Storm Team 4 forecast and making sure your kids are bus stop ready. Melissa Malay here getting you where you need to be on time with first four traffic reports. We're making your mornings a little easier. Working for you weekday mornings from 4 to 7 on News 4 Today. Good evening at 7.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. 
traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Let's check in again with Bob Imler in the traffic center. It's been jammed most of the afternoon into this evening on the inner loop of the Beltway, trying to get from Old Georgetown Road to a point after New Hampshire Avenue. The long-standing crash, there was a truck off the road to the right, and they're still working on that and still blocking at least the right lane there, if not two. I believe it's going to be two, but in any event, it's very slow from Old Georgetown the entire trip getting past New Hampshire Avenue. Outer loop of the Beltway is getting heavy and slow. Now it has been for a while. From Silver Spring into Bethesda, there was some sort of incident near 355, which I believe is out of the roadway, but a lot of volume there. You wouldn't think it's the end of the rush hour because it certainly doesn't seem to be that way. And they're checking for a crash in Prince George's County on the outer loop of the Beltway near exit 23 Kenilworth Avenue. Baltimore Washington Parkway, earlier incidents should be gone. Northbound near 175 and southbound near 195. Uh, just some volume delays northbound out to the Beltway and up through Greenbelt. Uh, 50 has been slow out to the Bay Bridge with only two lanes open for eastbound traffic because of high winds. Now, 270 is doing all right for the most part. 210 still working on the crash, and that has been uh, southbound near Swan Creek and getting by to the left. There was a car on its roof there a while ago. The crash on Branch Avenue uh, northbound near Woodyard, I believe that's gone. But on 301 southbound, it is jammed through Brandywine, both on 5 and 301, getting past Climber Drive as they still continue to work on the traffic signals there. So you're getting by in two lanes past that. In Virginia, 95, still some volume getting over the Occoquan to 123 along 66, and also a crash on northbound 123 near Lee Chapel Road, that along the right side. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Another cold autumn night across the region with lows in the 30s and low to mid 40s. The National Weather Service has issued a frost advisory for the D.C. and Baltimore metro areas as well as southern Maryland and the northern neck. This runs through tomorrow morning. So after a cold start on your Friday, a beautiful day overall. Highs in the low to mid 60s. Sunny and warmer on Saturday with highs around 70. We warm to around 60 on Sunday with mostly cloudy skies and the chance for some rain. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Fort Belvoir 50, Foggy Bottom 57, Silver Spring 57 degrees. Let me double click here and see that we are headed down to 34 for some suburban areas for our low tonight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 7-Eleven. Blink, and you missed her. Liz Truss is out as Britain's Prime Minister after only six weeks in office. CBS News correspondent Vicki Barker reports. I'm Vicki Barker in London. Liz Truss announced her resignation after a mere 44 days in office, making her the shortest-serving Prime Minister in British history. All the records are just collapsing before uh, eyes. This is extraordinary. Historian Anthony Selden, when Truss took over from Boris Johnson, her majority Conservative Party was trailing the opposition by single digits in opinion polls. After six weeks of Trussonomics, one poll suggests that if the elections were held today, not a single Conservative candidate would be elected to Britain's Parliament. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Jan Chester lives in London. We thought there'd be a vacancy sign up at Parliament just now. <laughs> it's a joke, but you know, how you just feel what's happening to this country. And how does the world look on us? Trust will remain in office until a successor is put into place, which is expected to be October 28th. Dimitri talks more about what happened with Liz Truss with veteran international journalist Dana Lewis, who lives in London. Everybody's in chaos right now because we just came out of a pandemic and inflation is running high. There's a war in Ukraine. Energy's been shut off. But wait a minute. This was self-inflicted because Prime Minister Truss and her chancellor, who had to resign, in the middle of all of this chaos, said, let's cut taxes. All of them. 
I mean, not all of them, but $65 billion worth, which is pretty big in this economy. And then the, the markets flipped out. And suddenly, the damage that's been done to Britain's credibility and its, its economy um, will not go away with Liz Truss. Because now the cost of borrowing for the United Kingdom has skyrocketed and people's mortgages and energy costs won't go away. I mean, they're not going to decrease tomorrow because of what's happened. The Bank of England has to keep raising interest rates much higher than they would have been without this economic plan. So yes, countries like the United States and Canada and Australia and you name it, and across the European Union are tackling these big economic challenges with inflation. But this just put all of it into turbo mode. I mean, it, it was really a self-inflicted wound. What does this mean for the Conservative Party? I mean, just as you are intimating, this is a hole in their credibility now. It's a massive hole in their credibility. And the Conservative Party now, you know, they're supposed to be conservative. I mean, they were seen to be a, in, in a radical position in terms of what they were doing with the economy. Now they've got to scale back. They've got to come up with a new budget by the end of the month and a new prime minister. And they've got now, within a week, they are saying they are going to replace British Prime Minister Liz Truss. She will remain prime minister until that's done. They will probably bring back somebody like Rishi Sunak, who was the former chancellor. Even Boris Johnson's name is being kicked around, which voters, I think, would reject. There are other names in there like, that you probably wouldn't recognize, people like Penny Mordaunt, who's well-known in the, in the party, and she has stood in for Liz Truss in Parliament while the opposition's been just pummeling them over their economic plans and the chaos that they've caused. So the only positive thing for the Conservative Party right now is that Jeremy Hunt says... He will not run as prime minister and he will stay in his position as the chancellor. And because he has a large amount of trust, that will keep the economy fairly steady. Uh, and then they need to bring in a prime minister who can work with him. Veteran international journalist Dana Lewis on Skype from London. His podcast is called Backstory with Dana Lewis. Coming up here, we're watching the Caps in playoff baseball and learning more about injury problems with the commanders. The Packers are coming to town in just days. Stay with us. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7 with supplies and solutions for every industry and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now, Rob Woodfork. All right, the Capitals and Senators uh, just getting underway north of the border. The Caps trying to win their third straights, and we have no score as they literally just dropped the puck. 20 seconds ago. Uh, game two of the ALCS is minutes from first pitch in Houston. Dusty Baker's Astros looking to grab a 2-0 lead over the Yankees. Frambert Valdez takes the 737 first pitch opposite New York's Luis Severino. We've got college and pro football on the docket tonight. UVA has an ACC showdown at Georgia Tech in a few minutes. The Cavaliers still trying to get that first conference victory of the season. And up a level, Arizona hosting New Orleans in a battle of two and four NFC squads. The uh, Cardinals have DeAndre Hopkins back from suspension. Back home, some bad news for the Washington Commanders ahead of that uh, big game Sunday against the Green Bay Packers. Jahan Dotson re-aggravated his hamstring at practice. 
Uh, his status for Sunday in question across enemy lines, Aaron Rodgers, a full participant after sitting out yesterday's Packers practice. So it looks like he will be good to go Sunday, as if there was a doubt, right? It was uh, Maryland Media Day. New head coach Kevin Willard laid out expectations for his Terps moving forward. I think it's going to be the same every year. It's going to be the Big Ten Championship, National Championship. That's the goal of this program. Is it? Is it going to be, is every year going to be possible? Some years probably more than not, but that is our goal every year. Our goal will not be anything different besides win a Big Ten championship and hang another banner. No other expectation is allowed in this program. And it starts on November the 7th against Niagara. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. With only two and a half weeks until the midterm elections, President Biden is promoting the benefits of the bipartisan infrastructure law. He checked out the repair work underway at a collapsed bridge in Pittsburgh that became a symbol of the nation's troubled infrastructure. Virginia is closer to finalizing its controversial policy on transgender students. The public comment period is almost over, and Governor Glenn Youngkin says he expects local school districts to enforce the law, although right now it's unclear how he would enforce that. A recent call to D.C.'s 911 center was incorrectly treated as a non-emergency, and a man died. He fell to the floor in cardiac arrest, but the call taker mistakenly classified the case as a non-emergency in which somebody needed help to be lifted off the floor. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in just minutes. The EPA is investigating whether Mississippi state agencies discriminated against Jackson, Mississippi's majority black capital city by refusing to fund improvements for its failing water system. The announcement comes days after leaders of two congressional committees said they were starting a joint investigation into a crisis that left most homes and businesses in Jackson without running water for several days in late August and early September. 718. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, we're back with Bob in the traffic center. Well, northbound on DC 295, heavy and slow beginning before Pennsylvania Avenue toward Benning Road where there has been a long-standing crash. And on the Beltway in Virginia, inner loop is quite heavy from Rich 7. Uh, the entire trip to the American Legion Bridge where the pace picks up. Outer loop, delays are starting near Eisenhower Avenue, the Wilson Bridge along the way. There's been a crash on the local lanes at Telegraph Road along the right side and also reported to be blocking the off-ramp to Telegraph Road, but then it's slow beyond that, getting to and across the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge. 95 south is heaviest for Route 1 over the Occoquan, 66. That's running pretty much without delay. 395 north, usual stuff getting from Boundary Channel into town. And Beltway in Maryland on the outer loop near Kenilworth Avenue crash on the far right side, maybe on the off-ramp. But the biggest delay is on the inner loop of the Beltway coming from Old Georgetown Road past New Hampshire Avenue. Still working on the long-standing crash along the right side. Very long delay on the inner loop through Bethesda and Silver Spring. On the Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound, it's volume delays up to the Beltway and up through Greenbelt. Southbound through Fort Meade and Laurel. And 270 is doing all right. And last report, northbound Rock Creek Parkway, the off-ramp to Waterside Drive has been closed. Not sure the reason for it, but there were flares across the ramp with police. The sparkling romantic comedy Holiday at Arena Stage spotlights class, success, and the infallibility of love in the roaring 20s. Tickets at arenastage.org slash radio. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Let's check your forecast. Here's Amelia Draper. Clear and cold tonight with a frost advisory in effect for most of the WTOP listening area through tomorrow morning. In the suburbs, temperatures fall into the 30s and low to mid 40s here in Washington. Sunny skies tomorrow with highs in the low to mid 60s, so a little bit warmer than today. And we continue to warm on Saturday with highs around 70 and plenty of sun. There's the chance for some rain showers on Sunday, otherwise mostly cloudy skies with highs around 60. 
I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Annapolis at 56, Bowie 52, Leesburg 54 degrees. Some parts of our area back into the 30s overnight, though not quite to the freezing mark, but maybe 35 degrees. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Still ahead on WTOP, why a Metro bus driver is in some trouble tonight. It's 721. Meet Stanley Irk, the president and CEO of Novavax, why innovative COVID-19 vaccine maker Novavax calls Montgomery County home. Sponsored by the Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. We have partnerships with global companies in Japan and South Korea and India, where we have manufactured tens of millions of doses of our vaccine. It makes everybody feel that they're part of something really, really important and really big. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. What powers Montgomery County is a thriving life sciences hub with global reach. Leaders like Novavax, one of 400-plus companies in our ecosystem, discover abundant partnerships, top talent, and easy access to the NIH and FDA. $5.9 billion was invested in MoCo companies in 2021, and 2022 is looking just as bright. Find your next investor. Join the immunology capital next to the nation's capital. Reach out at connect at thinkmoco.com. A decision involving actor Kevin Spacey in a New York trial. The story coming up. What if road trips didn't have roads? What if there were no interstate highways to travel on or breathtaking national parks to travel to? Luckily, we'll never have to ask what if. All thanks to federal workers like you. That's why GEHA offers health and dental benefits exclusively to federal employees and retirees, military retirees, and their families. Because everything GEHA stands for starts with you. GEHA. If you've been driving ordinary because you think you can't afford luxury, think again. The luxury vehicle you deserve is waiting for you at Select Auto Imports, a five-star dealer that's been matching D.C. area customers with like-new BMWs, Mercedes, Maseratis, and more for over 30 years. Drive your dream car with no payment for three months. And right now, all premium vehicles up to 33% off of MSRP. Select Auto Imports in Alexandria, Virginia, and at selectautoimports.com. Drive luxury for less and find out what drives you. This is WTOP News. 723. Metro is taking disciplinary action against one of its bus drivers, this after the driver is accused of not properly responding when a woman was being attacked on a W-4 bus in D.C. earlier this week. It was on Monday that video surfaced of a woman being beaten by a group of young people on a bus. She told Fox 5 that during that attack in D.C., other passengers and the bus driver didn't help or respond to her initial calls to stop the bus. In a statement, Metro spokesperson Ian Janetta says leadership has determined that the bus operator did not follow proper procedures during the incident and that appropriate administrative action will be taken. Responding to what happened, the union that represents Metro bus drivers says bus drivers are not law enforcement and that intervening in a fight, assault, or dispute would place a target on the bus driver's back. The search continues for the attackers. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Fairfax County is now going to ask the Virginia General Assembly for more authority to fix its trash troubles. Fairfax Now reports the county is considering lobbying state lawmakers to ease restrictions on its ability to impose its own trash pickup model. This as residents say problems continue with American Disposal Services and other contractors. The County Board of Supervisors just this week discussed continuing problems with trash pickups by the private contracted collectors that serve about 90% of residents and almost all businesses in the county. 
Fairfax Now reports American Disposal cut back on pickups this spring. So far, there's no comment from the company. In September, the company had reportedly agreed to hire more drivers and customer service personnel, increase salaries, and credit customers for missed pickups starting in the new year. Turning to Prince William County and the school board there, it's adopted a collective bargaining resolution, but Inside Nova tells us the union representing county educators is not happy. Members of the Prince William Education Association cited a lack of binding arbitration in that resolution. They also say it has an unfair election process. Under the resolution, employers would need to say it again. Under the resolution, employees would be broken into two bargaining units, one for teachers, nurses, counselors, and other state-licensed employees. Then you'd have another unit for non-licensed employees, such as food workers, bus drivers, and maintenance workers. Prince William County Schools is now the biggest school system in Virginia where employees can collectively bargain. A jury in New York City has ruled in favor of actor Kevin Spacey in a sexual harassment civil lawsuit. The jury ruled that Kevin Spacey did not sexually abuse actor Anthony Rapp in the 1980s when Rapp was just 14 years old. The jury deliberated a little more than an hour before deciding Rapp had not proved his allegations. Outside the courthouse, Spacey's attorney Jennifer Keller said she is pleased. I'm very grateful to the jury for seeing through these false allegations. Rapp was asking for $40 million in damages. Spacey's career has been derailed following a number of sexual abuse allegations. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Money News 25 and 55 on WTOP with Jeff Claybaugh. Lost another 90 points in Thursday's session, the Nasdaq down 66. Allstate stock fell after the company warned it would lose money this quarter on hurricane insurance claims. A 30-year fixed-rate mortgage now averages 6.94%. That's a 20-year high as home sales fell to a 10-year low last month. AT&T raised prices for most wireless plans this summer. It had its best quarterly revenue growth in a decade. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. Money News is brought to you by General Dynamics IT. Join GDIT to grow your career beyond your imagination in government, defense, health, and intelligence. Evolve your world. Apply now at GDIT.com careers. Still ahead on WTOP, a legal challenge to President Biden's student loan debt relief program turned away by the U.S. Supreme Court. 727. Here's Vince Cerf, the vice president and chief internet evangelist at Google, on the discussion Maximizing Security and Flexibility in the Orbit of a Cloud Migration, sponsored by Kerasoft. It's an easy thing to imagine. The cloud is just a bigger hunk of stuff than what I've been using before. And the truth is that it's more than that because it has potentially access to a universe of information that wouldn't otherwise be available. In, in the same sense that the World Wide Web is providing extraordinary amounts of information. So the idea that you're stepping into a computing environment, which is very different from a closed world, uh, is super important. At the same time, because you're stepping into an environment which could be less closed than you're, you're accustomed to. We have other concerns like protection of information. Let Google, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. To listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network, search Kerasoft. 727. Here's Cindy Stubner, a futurist and senior director for industry markets and the defense business line at Pegasystems. On the discussion, industry analysis. Pushing forward on DOD software modernization. Sponsored by Pegasystems. What we're seeing now with that enabling approach to cloud as a, an element for software and instead of in and of itself really means that acquisition is starting to come together with operations as well. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Pegasystems. You can't predict government change, but you can build for it with Pega. We allow the world's leading organizations and federal agencies to work smarter, unify experiences, and adapt instantly. 
With a low-code platform for AI-powered decisioning and workflow automation, the PEGA government platform allows your workforce to drive productivity across agencies and stay ready for what's next. To learn more about how PEGA can take your... This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. If you are leading change, building a team, or implementing new procedures, Gonzaga University's online master's in organizational leadership gives you the tools for success. With concentrations in change, global, and servant leadership, you'll get the most relevant training and education to help you tackle any challenge. Visit gonzaga.edu leader and find out how Gonzaga's organizational leadership degree can affect positive change in your life and career. That's gonzaga.edu leader. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever, so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's Sentence Clarity Rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com podcasts.